Hello, welcome to another episode of Crack Power. Today, I will do the impossible task of explaining Crack Power. I'll give it a shot. (laughs) What is Crack Power? You know, Crack Power is the corporate ideology of Adroit Bureau Limited. That, That is what we use to summarize our entire way of thinking. Crack Power is youth empowerment through software entrepreneurship. Crack Power is youth empowerment through software entrepreneurship. So it means I have two jobs. I have to explain youth empowerment and I have to explain software entrepreneurship. Okay, so let's go. I'll use, I'll use an example to explain. Let's look at a graduate who has just finished the university. Who studied? Hmm, I don't want to mention any subject, <laughs> but let's imagine the graduate studied um, something about the solar system. That's what the graduate studied. Something about the solar system. Now the graduate has just finished with the first class. He studied the solar system, BSE solar system. Now the graduate does not have work to do. So the question I have is, why is it that the graduate does not have work to do? The graduate feels powerless he cannot find work to do he cannot find a way of raising money he cannot find capital for his business so that is a powerlessness that's a powerlessness that the graduate feels now our job is to empower the youth with software entrepreneurship what is software entrepreneurship software entrepreneurship is when an entrepreneur goes into the manufacture of software as a product or as a, as a service, as a main business model. It goes into the manufacture of software as a product or as a service, as a main business model. That is our definition for software entrepreneurship. So, Crack Power is youth empowerment through software entrepreneurship. Youth empowerment through software entrepreneurship. In an earlier episode, I stated that we believe that the youth of Africa, there are three main ways we can empower the youth. One, agriculture. Two, agribusiness. And three, ICT. And this channel's task is to empower the youth through software entrepreneurship. We believe that there are three ways of empowering the youth in software entrepreneurship. One, teach them how to develop and manufacture software. Two, Teach them how to sell software. And three, teach them how to raise money for software entrepreneurship. So on this podcast, we'll be learning one, software development. Two, software sales. And three, software investment, how to invest in software. So these are the three things that we are going to learn on this podcast. Now, I have already started teaching on software development and I mentioned that we are going to use a program called Protocode, the Protocode program for teaching software entrepreneurship. It's the Protocode program that we are going to use for teaching software entrepreneurship. We also have a course on software sales, how to sell products, how to get into markets. Then we are also going to talk about software investment and that is what encapsulates software entrepreneurship. Thank you very much. I hope I've done a good job explaining to you what crack power is. Thank you. Get ready for our next episode.
Hello, welcome once again. Today I'll continue on explaining the crack power ideology and I'll be using a lot of examples. Um, I'll start by saying that um, how, how did we get a term crack power? How did we come to the term crack power? Okay, so um, I'm sure you know of cocaine and crack cocaine and that crack cocaine is a pure form of cocaine. In the same way, crack power is a pure form of power. In our ideology, we believe that there are two types of power. We have derived power and we have crack power. Last, um, the last segment, I explained that crack power is youth empowerment through software entrepreneurship. Now, a young person, a youth, wants to um, earn money, start a family, marry, have children. Okay, so what are the options for um, doing that? He can he can get a store and start selling. But now you to get a store, you need to pay at least five years or ten years in advance for the store. So how's a young person going to get that money to get the store? How's a young person going to get that money to get the store? So the person doesn't have crack power. The person may have derived power um, if he knows someone who can get him the money or if he has someone who can help him get the money. Meaning that the, in the absence of these factors, there's nothing the youth cannot do. Let's look at another example. The youth uses three years or four years to, to acquire software engineering skills. And he's able to let's say land a job in a software engineering company now what does it what do you require to get a software engineering skill you need a pc and now pcs are very affordable many young people already have access to a pc and through that pc you can learn software engineering and then have access to whatever you want to have access to let me give an example my first car i bought it by selling a software i bought my first car by selling software I sold software to a businessman and, and, and I used the money, cash down, to buy my first car. So we are giving the youth the opportunity to have power with its um, based on software engineering. And we believe that skill, skill is power. We believe that relevant skill is power. So that is the ideology of crack power. Um, there's so much that one can do there's so much one can do when one puts his time and his energy to and there's one thing I want to say that the African youth has a lot of time on his hands African youth many of the cases that we have on addiction is because of a lot of idle time and we believe that this time can be used to acquire software engineering skills so if you note you realize that on the crack power podcast we give the principles of software engineering. We also introduce you to the protocol programming platform that enables you to start software development so that you can acquire the necessary skill to, to be able to do what you have to do. There's one um, student I had that um, I'll, I'll bring him to the podcast, one of these um, recording sessions. And immediately he studied mathematics in the university immediately after he came to intern with adroid bureau and he learned software engineering now he's a software developer in 
Accra Islegon for one of the international um, IT firms. And his, his role is software engineer. Uh, meanwhile, he graduated with a mat- mathematics um, degree, but he came to learn software engineering and now he develops systems for um, corporate institutions in that international company. So I believe that um, software engineering is a way to empower the youth of Africa. It's a way to empower them to be able to do something for themselves. It's a way to empower them to be able to create the future that they want to create. And it takes, how long does it take to become a software engineer? Um, I would say it takes three years to become a professional. So um, one must start very early. As And I recommend that especially those who are in school second year they should start software engineering and i also recommend for those who immediately leave school the problem with people who immediately leave school is that they want to earn money immediately after school Um, it is not a good strategy because um, the first degree does not necessarily equip um, someone for earning a lot of money so you have to add more relevant skills to it. Someone who even didn't go to university but has acquired the relevant skills in a better position to earn money than someone who goes to university to do a generic course. Um, there are professional courses in the university like medicine, pharmacy, some of the engineering courses that enable people to get jobs immediately after they finish. But large number of the courses that are offered in the tertiary institutions do not allow or equip or give the crack power to the people to be able to acquire um, skills or acquire money so it will be necessary that immediately after graduation one gives three years of his time to learning a relevant skill which we say crack which which we call crack power so this podcast is recommended for all tertiary graduates um, secondary graduates and all those who are in a, who are who are entering who are about entering the job market i hope you enjoyed this episode um, i will continue on um, crack power thank you very much Hello, welcome to another segment of Crack Power. Uh, in, this is part three of Crack Power. I'm explaining what Crack Power is. I'll start by saying that unemployment is a power problem, not a money problem. Unemployment is a power problem and not a money problem. We know very well that um, there are very few jobs available after graduation from either tertiary or secondary education. And then the very few, the very few jobs, there are different kinds, the very good ones, and then the medium ones, and the very bad ones. So the, for the very nice and juicy jobs, they are usually politically controlled. And unless you have um, very good connections in high places, you will not be able to get the very good jobs, the very good jobs, no matter how how your qualifications or how good your qualification is you will not get the very good jobs that is a common knowledge and the reason is very simple the number of jobs to the number of people is very few i mean back in the day my dad used to tell me every university graduate will get a job 
I mean, every university graduate will get a government job because the university graduates are so few, are so few that, I mean, there's even a shortage of university graduates. But now we have a, a, a surplus of university graduates. So we have very few jobs available and many people chasing those few jobs. And it has increased, it has reduced the supply and increased the demand such that the very good jobs go to people with very high connections meaning that if you are a young person and you are not really connected you don't come from a certain background you may not have a chance in life and let me say something about unemployment unemployment is a very serious problem because it will reduces the quality of life for a whole generation and many of us our parents even though they may not be so um, well to do we're able to find a house, build a house, have a nice place, a reasonable place in a reasonable part of the country and then live and then send us to school. But the, the fact is that if they were able to do that because immediately after school they had jobs. So they were able to work over 20, 30 years and accumulate money over 30 years. And that money accumulation is what enabled them to do what they did. Now we have young people who have been out of school for more than 10 years and have not landed a single serious job. Meaning they don't have social security. Meaning they don't have any savings. They have nothing. It means their quality of life is going to be poor. So this is a very serious problem. And many of the unrest, the civil unrest we are having is because of unemployment. Now what I'm saying is that the unemployment problem is a power problem. It is not a money problem. What do I mean by that? I mean, if young people had something they could do, if they had something they could do, they could employ themselves. Or if they had something they could do, they could easily get employment. Like for instance, imagine you left school and you could construct a plane by yourself, a plane by yourself. I mean, you will always get a job. You get a job in an engineering company. But the thing is, the young people are not empowered to be able to be useful to themselves. I always use this example that imagine you are looking for a job in my company and your typing speed is like over 100 words per minute. I will have to employ you by all means. I have to employ you by all means because an over 100 word per minute typing speed is a very important thing and that is what we call crack power relevant skill is what we call crack power if the youth are empowered if the youth have crack power if the youth have skill they have relevant skill they will be able to find a job and it will not be dependent on um, a connection it will not be dependent on a social contract it will not be dis- dependent on bribery it will not be dependent on sexual molestation it will be dependent on the skill that they have or the skill that they have acquired now i said in the previous segment that the one of the easiest and most available skill to acquire is software engineering why am I saying that? Everyone has a laptop. Almost every graduate has a laptop. Almost every um, SS graduate has access to a laptop. And even those I am training who don't have laptops go to cafes. They go to cafes to use machines in the cafes. So every person can have access to a PC. Everyone can write a software program. Everyone can write a, a software application. Everyone can write a mobile app. Everyone can build a game. So these are things that will empower the youth. And there are some of my students who have started doing international contracts in the U.S. Some of my students who have started bidding for international contracts. I had a friend whose student was able to win a 20,000 U.S. dollar contract. After he trained him, 
in um, in PHP. He was able to win a twenty thousand US dollar contract after he trained him in PHP. These things exist. Apart from the opportunities of getting jobs, there's also opportunities of starting your business, as we did. So the concept of crack power is a very important concept. We believe that it is a very important concept for society, for making sure that the youth do not engage in um, wrong activities. Then they build their future. They're able to start a family, build a house, send their children to school, and live a decent life. Uh, thank you very much for this um, joining us on this segment. Stay tuned for another segment.